we were taken to the bars by a paralyzed Uber driver. This was last weekend, spontaneous guy's trip that was supposed to be to Cleveland, and I usually hide names, but I ain't going to lie. My buddy Sean bailed on us to hang out with his girlfriend's parents, and his girlfriend wasn't even there. I've let it go since then, but I had to call him out on it. We decided we had never been out in Cincinnati together, so I had Tex, Luke, and my buddy Lip, those are going to be their names for the story, come down to Cincinnati. So they come down to my place. I live probably like 35, 40 minutes south of Cincinnati, BFE in Kentucky, and we were like, we got to go out to the bars and get that experience, you know, hit the banks and we'll go up to OTR in Cincinnati, like some fun bars. We're having a hell of a time finding an Uber, and we had been pre-gaming for a couple hours. Uber wouldn't wouldn't load. There was no XLs available again because probably because <laughs> I live like 40 minutes away from the city of Cincinnati. But long story short, we finally get an Uber. It's a normal size Uber, and we have four people. They only take three usually. So my buddy Luke's like, hey, when it gets here, just ask them if they'll take another one. I'm like, all right. So the Uber shows up. I go out, roll down the window, and again, feeling pretty good, I say, can you take three? And he's like, yeah. And I'm not paying attention. I run back up. I say to Luke, yeah, he can take three. And Luke's like, there's four of us. I'm like, oh, yeah. So I run back to the car and I go, hey, can you take? And as I go to say take four, I look in his passenger seat. There's this disassembled wheelchair. And I'm like, one second. And I go back to Luke. I'm like, bro, I I can't. I can't ask him to move his fucking wheelchair. Like, (laughs) it's fucked up. Like, I'll just order another Uber and I'll catch up with you guys later. It looks like. Just ask. Just see what he says. Just fuck it. Just send it. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll ask him. So I run back out, and I'm like, dude, do you care if we put your wheelchair in the trunk and you take us up to Cincinnati for people? He's like, yeah, it's fine. I do it all the time. Just move it to the back. I'm like, all right, sweet. So we move it to the back. We all get in the car, and we're on our way. Well, me and my buddies are just talking because there's four of us in the car. We hadn't seen each other in a few months, so we're just catching up. You know, general conversation, general guy talk that happens when you're drunk in the Uber driving up to the bars. At one point, I think either dating or marriage came up and our Uber driver's just like, I haven't been on a date in five years because nobody wants to date a gimp. And just so like, and we're trying to like be positive with him. Like, hey man, like that's all right. Like you'll be okay, dude. Like there's a lot of people that, you know, go through dry spells with women and you know, you'll find a girl. And he's like, yeah, but I'm 50 and I just want to be married. I don't want to date anybody. And we're like, hey man, you know, there's always going to be girls that want to settle down at some point. Like it has nothing to do with you being paralyzed, but you might have something to do with it, but you can't say that to the guy, right? Like you're just trying to help you know, lift him up a little bit. So then after that, I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm pulling my phone out. Cause like I'm, you know, podcaster, movie script writer. I'm like, this could be a talks with Tom or something else. So I start taking notes while we're driving. Cause he just was saying off color shit every like couple minutes and like jutting into our conversation, which is cool because like, we don't mind talking. I'd rather talk to the Uber driver than not, but he was just telling us crazy shit. After about another five minutes, he's like, yeah, I've been married twice. And we're like, damn dude. He's like, hate both my ex-wives. We're like, dang, sorry to hear that. And he's like, yeah, first ex-wife had sex with my brother. And we're like, what like everybody you feel in the car it's like what well i'm not paying attention like i am paying attention to what he's saying but from my perspective i'm writing a story as he's telling me this stuff so i go that's awesome and i literally very rarely am i speechless but i'm like 
fuck, I didn't mean to say that's awesome. So I'm like, just stop talking. I just stopped talking. Total like foot in the mouth moment. I'm just like sitting there typing on my phone. And Luke's at the back. He goes, is it awesome, Tom? Is it? And that like breaks the awkward silence. And I go, well, it's not awesome. But like, it's awesome if you were writing like a story about it. Like it's horrible that happened to you. But it really, like it's really good content. And he's like, yeah, man, I've been thinking about writing a book for a long time. He's like, you know how I got paralyzed? And we're like, no, how'd you get paralyzed? He's like, from. <laughs> after I served in the war, I got some type of testicular cancer. And now I couldn't walk after the surgery. And we're like, what? That's crazy. So he's paralyzed. And he's paralyzed from testicular cancer. So this man's first ex-wife, not only was he divorced once, divorced twice, his first ex-wife cheated on him with his brother, and then he got testicular cancer after serving in the military. I'm like, dude, your story is so sad, but at the same time, this is great fucking content. So we're still driving, and then the question comes up, and I think everybody was thinking it because we talked about it afterwards, but at the time, we're like halfway up, and he almost like hit like three cars. Like We were almost at like three accidents. He was drifting in and out of lanes, and he was screaming at everybody else who was like a bad driver. We're like, dude, you're all over the you're all over the road, but you know, you're Ubering us. So we're not going to complain. And he goes, man, these drivers up here suck. And we're all like, dude, you almost have killed us three times. You almost killed us on the Brent Spence bridge. And we were heading across the river into Cincy to get dropped off at the banks. But we're like, how is he driving? If like, if your legs don't work, I mean, this is a general question for anyone who would know if you're paralyzed, how can you drive a car? Like, can you still move your feet or legs enough to break or gas, or do they have like a control thing on the steering wheel? Like, how does that work? Because we were all kind of thinking it. Because you know, you can, for those of you from the Midwest, you come down the cut in the hill into Cincinnati. Like, it's really steep, so there's a lot of braking. And he was braking really like close to other cars. And we were like, maybe that's his driving style, or maybe he's like not able to move his feet and react as quickly. Like, I don't, I don't know. When we pull up to the spot, he had told me and Lip ahead of time, like, hey, when we get to the spot that I'm dropping you off, I'll pop my trunk, please just put my wheelchair back. Absolutely, no fucking problem, dude. Like, you've really helped us out, and you told us those crazy stories. After hearing your story, dude, I'll damn near do anything you need me to do to help you out. So, I tip him, or whatever, trunk pops, we get out. Tex got in the Uber late, so he didn't see us take the wheelchair to the trunk. So as we bring the wheelchair out, me, Lip, and Luke are pulling the, the different parts of the wheelchair out. It's like I had like a tire. Luke had like the metal seat and Lip had another piece. Well, as we bring it around, Tex is like, are you seriously stealing from this guy after everything he just told us? And we just start dying as we're putting the wheelchair back. We're like, no, dude, he had his wheelchair in the passenger seat. <laughs> and he had his wheelchair in the passenger seat. We're putting it back for him. <laughs> So we put it in the back, and as we come out, you see Luke. I'm not saying Luke's a germaphobe, but he's very particular about, like, certain things. And he touched the chair, and I don't know if it was the adhesive that was that would put it back in place or the seat was something was spilled on it, but he comes back, and his hands have, like, this tar, sticky stuff, and he's like, why are my hands sticky? What did I touch? And I'm not going to lie, it was a really foul odor to it. Like, at first I thought it was just, like, a glue or adhesive to put the wheelchair back together, but it, it had a foul odor, really rank. We don't necessarily know what it was. So we go into this restaurant. 
Looks like I washed my hands off. So the rest of the night, I mean, nothing special. Just another night out with the boys in Cincinnati. You know, we went to the banks for a little bit, and then we went up to OTR. Had a good time. If, you, if you're not from the Midwest, Cincinnati's a great place to go out if you're in town visiting, especially during sports season. But with that being said, that's one of those stories that, and this is just my philosophy. I'm not saying you have to be this way, but it just kind of makes you appreciate who, you know, the life that you have, because I think that's something that like everybody forgets. I've always told myself, I'll always treat people with the respect and dignity that they deserve, because regardless of who you are in the world, whether you're president of the United States or a homeless man on the street, you deserve to be treated the same. You know, nobody knows what other people are going through. And when you think you're having a really tough day and life's so miserable for you, there's somebody going through something 20 times worse every single day. So that's why it's like, I don't think it's our place to judge. I don't think it's our place to, you know, put labels on people. That just, to me, that's just not how how we should treat each other. And I hope that it gets better. I think now we live in such a selfish society where everybody's about me, 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 me. Look at me. Look how great I am. And it's like, that's fine to be like that to a certain degree because I think self-care is important. But I don't think you have to live in this bubble of everything's about you, you know, that type of thing. So... With that being said, what a story. Always talk to your Uber drivers, man. I mean, I'm telling you, I think Uber driver stories could be a whole podcast on its own. That is some crazy stuff. And <laughs> Uber driver stories, man. That that might have to be a segment here moving forward on Talks of Top every time we go out. Because that one, that one definitely topped every Uber experience I've had. And I've had some good ones. So, peace out. Glad we're back. Talks of Tom. I was riding around town thinking to myself, is it going to get easier? I'll be up in a way of the street and paper, I can't even breathe no more. What's it to me? What can I see? Taking shots by the